Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of The Experience with Michael Aaron Cossidis. And uh, boy, have we got an experience for you today. Yes, I am still recording live. Well, at least I'm live at the moment with myself and my thoughts and the energy in the room. Perhaps not actually live, I apologize, just uh, used to doing this live, not doing the pre-recorded thing, but uh, still recording, still located in the vast desert oasis that is Las Vegas. Why am I coming to you guys tonight at the moment? Oh boy. Let me tell you what, as I uh, tend to say, I was debating about whether or not to do another podcast in this 24-hour period. Um, about some things that have been on my mind. So, I was actually planning to do this yesterday. Uh, by that I mean uh, get into the topic that I'm going to be chatting with you guys about tonight. I was going to do this yesterday, but there was something in the air yesterday. There was some kind of energy that um, it just did not want me to do it, and uh, so I listened. Uh, for some reason yesterday, uh, I think this topic of discussion just would not fit in to the uh, wavelengths I was feeling, I guess you could say. And oh boy, was I feeling them yesterday. Yesterday we had uh, the full moon. And, um, well, I mean, from what I understand, it, it wasn't the... Uh, it wasn't the uh, peak of the full moon. That would have been the night before. But it was still a full moon nonetheless. And it was shining bright. And uh, I've just been trying to listen to the... Um, I've just been trying to listen to the... Energetic pulses as they need to come. In fact, tonight while I wasn't feeling that same pull that same current as far as uh the vibrations and the feelings and uh you know the likes I was getting from yesterday in regards to the energy that I was feeling um I wasn't uh too sure that I was gonna actually do this tonight even though I know I need to address it in fact I really don't need to address it to be quite honest with you but I am um, Considering that, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, I am not the kind of person to uh, incite any types of things. Um, and uh, I'm not the kind of person that typically engages in confrontation. Uh, but I'm also not a pushover. So, well, I figured tonight... I would do that. In fact, actually, I, I like I said, I wasn't going to, but uh, 
an incident occurred last week, or maybe it was actually more than a week ago now. You see how long I let things sit before I address it? Uh, that can be a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, in this case, I think it's a good thing because uh, the obvious negative energy that this attack engaged on me <clears throat> was something that was actually better left alone until the right time and place. Now, um, as I said, as I said, as I said, I was not even going to do it tonight, but I just wasn't feeling it, you know, wasn't feeling it. But then I went and I uh, reviewed the topic at hand and uh, I decided, well, let's go for it because uh, eh, let's just say it inspired me a little bit. Now, I don't know how many of you all will be aware of what I'm talking about. Uh, some of you all will know exactly what I'm talking about, quite honestly. And uh, let's just say because the only bad publicity is no publicity, I am not going to address by name any of the individuals involved. I take that back. I am going to address by name the individuals involved. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to tell you their professional names, if you want to call it that. Uh, I'm not going to use their handle slash screen name slash avatar name slash any of that stuff. I am going to use their real names, okay? Because, uh, well, let's just say it. I will address them by their names, and I will banish them from my energy. And that's basically what that boils down to. Now, for a quick reference of what I'm going to be talking about, uh, you would have to know some of the work that I'm involved in, and uh, a lot of you all do know that, particularly if you've been following my work in podcasting and live streaming for over a year now. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I apologize. And, uh, well, it, you're probably better off not knowing about it anyways. Now, most definitely... Uh, when, when we get down to something like this, um, again, I am not the kind of person that likes to air out my dirty laundry. I am a very private individual, even though some people who know me know me would probably not agree with that statement whatsoever. But uh, that's neither here nor there. A uh, very private person, uh, very much so the kind of person that likes to deal with with these types of things personally and not involve the village and not involve every single person because to me particularly when you're involved in being some sort of a public figure 
Uh, particularly, I'm speaking, of course, about a figure on the internet who does podcasting, who does live streaming and other events. I really think it's a cry for attention, among other things, when you bring out your trash like this. And so to that end, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, kind of find it that there's absolutely no reason why situations like this cannot be handled offline and behind the scenes and respectfully unless you're just wanting attention or you have something else that's just uh if you're fake okay if you're fake now fake people come in all shapes and sizes fake people come in all forms of energy and i'm not talking about the kind of fake that is one way to your face and another behind it although please be assured the cast of characters that i will be talking to you about tonight are exactly that okay they do exactly that but the kind of fake i'm talking about ladies and gentlemen is a kind of fake that says one thing about themselves holds themselves in a certain regard and then their actions speak much louder than their words or their supposed intentions ever could. And that's basically where we are. So, um, just as one final way to preface this entire conversation, please let me tell you. Like I said, I'm not going to use their monikers. I'm not going to use their account names, their avatar names, because... That's probably what they want. They want to probably have this uh, big old internet war just to whatever reason they need to do it, okay? And I think the reason would be that uh, they're losers. And that's basically all it boils down to. And uh, I'll, I'll definitely get into a little bit more detail and explanation as we move along. But please understand... If you've been a listener to this channel, you've been listening to the C Report, primarily. You've been listening to daily news, Monday through Friday, almost every single day since February 2nd, okay? Now, I have a certain platform that I utilize, and uh, you know what that is. I'm going to be, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm going to be very vague about names and stuff on this topic. And the only reason why I say that is because there's a time and place for everything, okay? And where one decides to act, act out, react, or engage, where one decides and when one decides, says a lot about their real intentions and who they really are, let alone the words that they say and the actions that they take. But let's put in a few more dimensions of when and where, right? Okay. The platform that I use primarily to um, 
broadcast my live streams of the podcasts that you hear on this channel is not the appropriate forum any time, any day, to have such types of conversations publicly and openly, unless you have some other intention or there's something else going on with you. Now, twice, twice I've been in, no, actually more than twice, more than twice I've been engaged by this group of people, okay? I've been engaged by this group of people in a public forum where I just don't understand if these people are truly friends like they say that they are, if these people truly supported me like they say they did, if these people were truly for me and what I do. These same people who have my phone number, these same people who have my address, these same people who can get in touch with me any way that they'd like on any social media platform that we have known each other for over a year. Why is it that they can't do it that way? Respectfully, okay, for one, and also discreetly. I don't understand why they can't do that. Why do they have to bring it to the public? Why do they have to throw it out in front of everyone to see if it's not just some lame publicity stunt that they're trying to perform? If it's not just some... Uh, fake engagement that they're trying to just to boost their ratings to cause some kind of drama to uh, I don't know uh, make good television to cause division so that's why I don't engage them on that platform and that's why I don't engage them period because that platform which actually has a very beautiful community of people that inhabit the platform don't need that negative, divisive type of activity or difference of opinion. They don't need it. I mean, I know some people thrive on that, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm not on that platform to have a fight, to be negative, to be divisive. That's not what I'm there for. That's not my job. That's not what I'm called for, okay? But I can tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, my personal podcast, I can absolutely, I can absolutely share with you. And so that's what I'm going to do tonight because, uh, Oh, the time feels right now, and um, the energy is coursing. Now, the main reason why I've uh, decided to go ahead and do this is because an incident occurred 10 days ago today, uh, over just over a week ago, and uh, one of these individuals went into the chat room in my show while I was live and decided to, uh, decided to, uh, step up and, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the heck this guy was on that night. I don't think he smoked enough weed. Uh, 
because he was totally, totally balls to the wall, just acting out. (laughs) And the sad thing about it is no one in this community acts or behaves this way. Okay, so uh, initially I thought this individual was probably uh, some random troll that uh, got onto the platform from like YouTube or Twitch or something like that, because uh, I tend to get trolls on those platforms. And I was like, well, you know, I I advertise and I uh, promote, you know, this platform all the time. So it's very possible that that's exactly what had happened. (laughs) But then this, this, then this fake loser, okay, this fake loser who... I might add, has always been rather egotistical, okay? And and I'll I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more as I go. This fake loser declared who he was. (laughs) I was like, what a loser, okay? Uh, And I'm going to read the comments to you. I'm going to read them all to you. And we're going to pick them apart one by one as I tell you the story about this outfit of individuals that I used to work with, okay? Like I said, if you've listened to the experience with Michael Aaron Cossidis, if you've listened to the Sea Report for any length of time beyond five or six months, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And um, I will also say that... Some people know the story about what was going on with myself and this contingent of individuals. Some people know, um, but these losers just don't understand. (laughs) They just don't understand. Um, Okay, so I'm not going to tell you the name of the group because, for one, I ain't going to give them the power. Uh, We'll call them the black pill normies. How about that? That sounds like a fun one, doesn't it? Um, and, uh, I think that's appropriate actually. Um, I think it's very appropriate. In fact, the one who attacked me ever so verbosely, ever so, uh, vitriolically, uh, actually used, actually used the name Black Pill Normie as their avatar handle, which I actually do find very appropriate. Uh, this individual, this individual, um, did get black pilled for a while, even admitted it a few times, uh, because again, in the realm of politics and patriots, um, it's not always easy to take a loss and uh some people just can't handle you know they just can't handle disappointment now i'll be honest with you this individual who was blackpilled um they they went through a lot of other things at the same time of their disappointment Uh, so, and I'm not gonna, it's not my story to tell, so I'm not gonna tell you what that person was going through, but let me just say, I felt for him. 
I felt for him real bad. And he vanished for a while. And then he came back eventually. And, uh, but still black-pilled. Which is fine. Anyone can be what they want to be. Now, for people who might be listening to this program for the first time, or people who have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, black pill is a figure of speech. It's a phrase that uh, those in some patriot circles will use to signify that someone is neither blue-pilled, which means they don't want to know the truth about how the world works, they're not red-pilled, which means they're awake to exactly what might be going on around us as far as government and geopolitics and uh, nature is concerned. But black-pilled, black-pilled means you took the red pill at some point and you gave up. Black pill means you are awake and you are aware, but you choose not to do anything about it. And you may, in fact, even have turned against it. Kind of like, um, how would you say? Kind of like an apostate. Okay. So anyways. Pardon me while I get comfortable. Um, so anyways. So... Let's see, where should I begin? Where should I begin? Um, well, I can begin with, I started to work with the Black Pill Normies back in, oh, I don't know, May, March, April, May of 2020. And... I know that because I released a collection of poetry back around, it was April. I think the release date was actually April 20th or April 21st, 2020. And um, when I was um, promoting the book, um, I was looking for shows and uh, podcasts that I could get on and that I could promote my work and read some of my poetry. And, you know, aside from being, you know, a writer and writing poetry, you know, I've been awake to politics and to the state of America and the world um, for about two, going on two decades, right? So um, the Black Pill Normies had their own show. And I was like, oh, well, this is perfect uh, because, um, one, um, I can promote my poetry, my book, which had patriotic poetry included inside of it. I could read some of that. I could promote my work. I could get my name out there. But I could also talk shop, you know, because, you know, this group of black pill normies, (laughs) this group of black pill normies, like, uh, you know, they were a patriot group. A Patriot podcast. Or so I thought, right? And I'll tell you why I say that later. Uh, but, um, so they had me on. And, uh, like, I got on there and I talked with them. Had a good time. Had a good rapport. They were very funny. Um, but, uh, 
after that, after that first engagement, right away, uh, the, um, the leader of the show, his name is Kevin. And like I said, I'm not going to tell you their handle or their account name or their avatar name or their whatever the hell. But I, I will say their real names. Kevin um, asked me if I wanted to join the crew. He was like, hey, you got a lot to say. You actually talk. Um, I like your point of view. Uh, stuff along those lines, you know. Uh, we actually had a pretty, uh, I would say, friendly, professional relationship. And we did all the way up until towards the end, quite honestly. And uh, it wasn't until towards the end that uh, I don't know if it was his true colors were coming out or if, uh, if he was insecure or what was going on with him. All I know is in the end, he changed and I just, I started to call him out on his shit, and he did not like it, and he disrespected me, and I ended it. Well, I should say, not only did he disrespect me, but he also tried to take credit for my work, and I don't do that. And the main reason why I was done taking his shit, and I shouldn't say I was taking his shit, I was done putting up with it, is because I had watched him for over a year... I'd watched him for over a year manipulate situations and manipulate people. And when he tried to do it to me, I was done. Okay, done. I don't do that to people. I don't disrespect people like that. I don't act like I'm better than people. I don't try and control people. That's not me. And if I've never done that to anybody, I am not about to take that from someone doing that to me. When I am putting all the work into running the program, into doing my own show, into digging into all of my news and, and presenting my views, I am not going to let someone do that to me. And I do not do that to people, okay? So the main thing that I have learned throughout all of this entire situation, which is okay is that a lot of people, a lot of people seriously, seriously mistake my silence for stupidity or consent, and they mistake my kindness for weakness. But that's okay. I let people do that. I don't mind. And you know why? Because when people do that, they underestimate you and they never see you coming when they're like that. So I let them. I let people assume and think and do whatever they please. I let people talk and think whatever they want about me. It doesn't matter. It's not my business anyways what these people think about me. It's not my business anyways what they say about me. It doesn't hurt me, okay? It doesn't hurt me. So I just sit back and I observe. Sometimes I play stupid. I'll be quite honest with you. Sometimes I play stupid because uh, people show you who they are when they think that they're better than you. People show you who they are when they think that they're smarter than you. People show you who they are when they are just inconsiderate people. And, uh, well, 
I'm kind of giving away some of my strategy here, but that's okay. I don't mind. Let it be a lesson learned for everyone, including myself, right? So, and I realize for those of you who listen to the C Report on the regular and who've gotten to know me, this is going to be a really juicy, juicy podcast episode. But uh, enjoy. So, uh, because I am just going to say it all. And I don't see why I shouldn't. Uh, Phil over here thinks that I should. Mr. Black Pill Normie, who challenged me incessantly live and on the air 10 days ago. Phil. Phil thinks I should tell the truth. So, Phil, I'm going to tell the truth, Phil. Since you want me to, I will. Since you called me out. But let me tell you what. Just like any other troll on Twitch who goes in there and, uh, what, tries to get me off topic, tries to change the subject, tries to distract me, tries to get me out of focus, that's why I did not engage you in the chat. Aside from the fact that if you were really a man, like you say you are, if you were really genuine about your intentions, if you really had something to say to me, you would not engage me in the chat room in a platform that has no space for that type of behavior. You have my phone number. You have my social media platforms. You have connections to me that a lot of people don't. So if you were real, if you weren't fake, if you were genuine, if you weren't, I don't know what, actually, I think I do know what made him do it, but if he were half the person he even claims to be, then he would not have done that. I would never do that. I would uh, slide into their DMs first. I would text them first. There's no need to make it public unless you're just trying to make a show out of it. I think I've uh, stressed that point enough. So anyhow, let's get back to the beginning. And when we get to the end, we'll stop. Um, <laughs> sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, a great relationship at, at the start of it. Now, since I mentioned Phil, and since I've mentioned Kevin, well, Kevin asked me to join the crew. Now, at this point, this was around May, okay, April, May, I was not able to join because I was actually in between residences, as I had been since March of 2020. March of 2020, I find myself leaving Austin. Between Austin and San Antonio, um, I'm in a couple of places. Um, in between jobs, um, finding a way to break out of the matrix, finding a way to um, leave that life behind. Keep in mind that I did not know that this was what was going on with myself, just my entire existence was in flux. Everything that I had known about my life and the way life works was changing. It was just totally changing. It was a crazy time. A crazy time. And because of that flux and because of the inconsistency of my Wi-Fi connection, of even having a phone or being able to communicate 
I could not join up with the Black Pill Normies. And, um, well, it wasn't until about August, September that I got back in touch with them. And uh, I said, okay, sign me up. I'll join. Now, somewhere between, I don't know, August and September and going back to March or April when I had initially um, appeared on the Black Pill Normies show, <clears throat> Phil <clears throat> Phil had, uh, had been a guest who would appear on the show. Uh, I'm not too sure about his actual history with the Black Pill Normies. I just know that he had been a guest on the show and he would do the Black Pill Normie updates brought to you by Phil every now and then. But what I can tell you is that um, after I was a regular host on that show, anytime that Phil went on, he was always like, well, I was the first guest. Oh, well, I was the first one. Oh, um, I'm the one who used to, I could have been a permanent guest. Okay, so Phil, seriously, boy. Like, uh, why didn't you? Oh, wait, I know it's because you had a lot going on in your life and you couldn't, but why is that so important? Now, this is what I'm talking about. The only reason why I am even sharing this is because these people, and based on some statements made, uh, they acted like they were all for me. They were not. They never were. The only one that ever was was, was um, Kevin and Joel, Okay. And in the end, Kevin, I could question that severely, okay? But all the other people that work with that group of Black Pill Normies, uh, from Phil to Joe to uh, Pablo, no. They were never for me. What these people were, they're the kind of people that have to be right about everything. They act all humble. Don't get me wrong. Act all very humble. But if you listen to their words, if you listen to the things that they say, if you listen to how they um, discuss their ideas, if you listen to the way they present their news, if you listen to the way they present events, they are all about making an assessment and being right and having everyone know that they're right. Like they're the kind of people that have to present news first. They're the kind of people that have to uh, let everyone know that it was their idea and that they're the ones who said it first. They're the ones who need the clout. They're the ones who need the uh, they're the ones that need the recognition. Like, I don't give a damn about recognition. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. But I don't need to be like, I'm the one who figured out the answer to this equation. I'm the one who predicted this event. I'm the one that dug up this piece of information. And they're also the kind of people that would sit on information, no matter how important it was, just to ensure that they were the ones who presented it first, because they need that clout. That's some severe, insecure, egomaniacal stuff, if you ask me. If you really want to save your country, if you really want to save America, if you really want to help out your fellow brothers and sisters, you don't do that kind of stuff, okay? And it, it doesn't matter who says what first or when they say it or how they say it. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. What is important is making sure that it gets out there. What's important is making sure that the truth is shared. What's important is making sure that... 
it's accessible to everyone, okay? We're not gatekeepers here. We shouldn't be. So anyways, none of them were for me. The only two that were for me were Joel and Kevin. And like I said, in the end, Kevin, his loyalty was very questionable, okay? And uh, I'll tell you why. Don't worry. I'll tell you why. We're not done yet. Um, so that's a quick, well, well, let me finish introducing you to the rest of the cast of characters of the Black Pill Normies, since I've already gotten this far, right? So Phil, he's the, uh, he's the one, he's, he, he along with Pablo were probably the most ego-driven of the group, okay? Uh, and they always licked each other's butthole, like, always were licking each other's butthole, and yet... And yet, they're there for me, okay? None of them agreed with any of my assessments. None of them agreed with my point of view. None of them agreed with the way I presented myself. They didn't do any of that, okay? And uh, the thing with Kevin... The thing with Kevin is that in the end, he didn't seem to want to do anything. And... He says now that I'm out there trying to be famous and that I'm driven by money and I'm driven by fame. <laughs> to that, all I have to say is what money, what fame. And um, thank you for letting everyone know what you're driving at. Because after all, Kevin is the one that always say we'll finally hit the big time. Oh, we'll finally be able to do this. Oh, if you take off, you better make sure you uh, you tell people about us. And by take off, he meant if I become big. Now, this is a man who lives in the second armpit of media and filmmaking in America. Okay. And is all about celebrity signatures and crap like that. Now, he was the one who was more concerned about the Black Pill Normies hitting the big time. He was the one that was always talking about us finally making it. He was the one that was always talking about what it would be like to hit the big time. And even though it was in the context of joking, we're talking about things like getting ourselves a news helicopter, buying the CNN building, you know, uh, stuff like that. Like, <sighs> but yet I'm the one who separated from the group of the Black Pill Normies because I wanted to be famous, because I wanted to make money. There was no money to be made when I broke away from them. There was no money to be made, Okay. I mean, sure, there was money, but none of that was coming at us and had not been for more than a year. So I don't understand other than the fact that the work speaks for itself, for one. Uh, people's real beliefs, people's personalities, people's drive shows Okay, it shows. And aside from being manipulative and trying to steal my work, in the end, Kevin wasn't doing anything. Kevin, Joe would never agree to this right now. If you were to ask Joe today if what I'm saying is true, he would call me a liar. And unfortunately, I thought Joe was 
kind of on my side. I, I, I never, I never truly felt that Joe genuinely and sincerely liked and or approved and or appreciated me. And I didn't need him to. I liked Joe. I liked Joe. But, um, Joe really showed who he is and he's a pretty petty individual. Um, he's pretty petty and he's immature and uh, I think all of them need to grow up and grow a set because they all act like petty little children. Dare I say they all, all act like little girls. They all act like little girls and yet I'm the one who's gay. Anyways, okay, so getting back, let me hop back a little. Um, Joe would never agree with the statement. And that statement is, towards the end, Kevin was doing nothing, okay? And he would sit there on the, on the show, and he would say, Oh, oh, I had to cut the grass today. Uh, oh, there's nothing going on. Oh, there's no news going on right now. Oh, nothing's happening. Oh, what do you guys got? And me and Joe would be the only two that were sitting there dishing out all of these news stories. And, you know, I really didn't mind that until there were things that were happening in the news and in current events that were important. And I thought it was inexcusable that he could not even open up his phone and read a headline or two to support the crew. But Black Pill Normies is very appropriate for a reason. Because in January, when illegitimate Joe Biden got into office... The entire crew wanted to scrap the show that they had been working on for over a year because President Trump wasn't in office anymore. And what are we going to do if President Trump's not in office? We don't have a show. Uh, what kind? Of, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, we, we are going to be able to do so much and we have to be here because we have to fight for America. I was like, this is it, guys. This is the test. And you guys want to throw in the towel. Like I said, Joe would never agree with that statement now because Joe is a, um, I don't know. I don't know what Joe is. He, uh, uh, we'll just say he's a loyal person, but he was never, ever on my side. Okay. And, uh, all of that came out rather quickly after I departed from the crew. Now, uh, I might also add that Kevin recorded everything. So every engagement that we ever had off or on camera. And I mean on the air or off the air. If we were on camera, it was filmed. Uh, I don't know if he kept it. I would imagine he kept all of it. He'll say he scrapped it, but I'm pretty sure he has it. It's all there. Everything is there. Everything is there. Okay? Everything. So I have nothing to say about my intentions. I know what my intentions were. I was always honest. I was always genuine with all of them. I never said anything bad about them. I never spoke bad about them. The only time I did is if I was frustrated. And that happened with Joel a few times. Uh, and that happened with Pablo a few times. Okay? Because, uh, my personality and Pablo's personality just don't mesh sometimes but anyways the rest of the cast of characters you had uh, joel kevin phil joe and 
Pablo. Now that's Joel with an L and Joe with no L. Uh, that was basically the crew and then myself. Okay. Uh, I really don't have much to say about Pablo. Um, he's just a loser. And, uh, Joe, <coughs> Joe of two faces, Joe, it's not even worth it. Um, I guess you guys can see why I felt this, uh, this podcast was not worth sharing yesterday. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think I've caught you up with the cast of characters. Uh, I will say, I guess, um, Phil had been there before me, and he was always very adamant about that. He had been there before, he'd been there before, and he predicted this, and he predicted that, and he was right about this, and he was right about that, and everyone ate out of Phil's hand even though he was extremely inconsistent. And, um, yeah, the amount of butt-licking that Joe and Pablo do is insane. But they always lick each other's butts. Trust me. They must like the flavor of each other's taint. And, um, I mean, those two licked everybody's butt, except for mine, and it's okay, because I don't like... I don't like that. I'm not, I'm not into that. Okay, recognition is great. Recognition is nice, but I'm not into it. Okay. And I don't think that that is a mental issue. <laughs> I think that is just a personality type. Okay. Okay. So as I was saying, what prompted this entire conversation tonight, because I'm just going to put this to bed after tonight, guys, like I'm going to let the, I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to let this lie. I'm going to let it lie like a dog. I'm going to let it lie. And, um, and I, I will have completely and resolutely, with all the love in my heart and in my soul, ended my contract with these individuals. Okay? For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But I release them. I release them. I released whatever contract we might have committed with each other prior to this life. I'm done. And um, I hope that they can do that too. And I have no anger or animosity towards these guys. I was quite amused that Black Pill Normie Phil came into my chat and did what he did. And you know, the other thing about that, again, because avatars, right? handles, right? People who uh, don't use their photo. People who somehow have the balls to talk smack to you, but don't have the balls to, to use their own name or use their own picture, right? It's a, a syndrome that we've uh, seen humanity as it sprouted from the digital and social media age. Um, I was like, um, not, I was not even going to address it but this person like i said phil so egotistical that when i said on air oh this is someone with a hidden account i was like this is a patriot this is a supposed patriot this is someone from the community this is because the language he was using is only someone who is initiated would say 
when I said that, this person was like, it's me, Phil, you know, like, I was like, oh my god, this guy is such an egomaniac, okay, so, let's go ahead and let's review the words that they said whenever they were in my chat room 10 days ago. That'll be a good bridge for the end of the story. Now again, Phil came into my chat room as Black Pill Normie, and I will tell you why. <laughs> oh, <laughs> before I tell you that, though, I have to tell you, um, on the platform that I use, they have a rating system where uh, audience members and, uh, you know, I guess uh, account users can rate your work, Okay. <laughs> Well, these guys are so petty, and they're such little girls. I mean, this is such a little girl, little child thing to do, and I don't mean to demean little girls, but it's just its just the kind of behavior that I think about when I think about young little children. And they tend to be feminine or female, right? Like, they went in there, and they, like, raided my work with, like, thousands of negative points, right? I should say hundreds of hundreds of negative points. And uh, they even bragged about it. Okay, they even bragged about it on their social media networks. They even made a shirt out of me, guys. Do you understand someone who is trying to draw up some kind of publicity stunt? Or someone who's trying to, uh, I don't know, cause, cause a ruckus so that this way they can benefit out of the attention? These are people, these people are the kind of people that need attention, okay? And they even made a shirt out of me, ladies and gentlemen. They made a shirt out of me that talked about everything that they were doing. It's ridiculous, okay? It's, I mean, far be it. If they want to waste their time and energy on someone like me, go ahead. But what they don't know. And what they don't seem to understand is that I have not engaged them except for maybe twice since I stopped working with the black pill normies. I don't go into their rooms. I don't go into their shows. I don't look at their shows. I don't look at their chat rooms. I don't go to their website. I don't haunt them on other websites. I don't go to other social... Like, when I'm done with someone, I am done if that makes sense, like, I'm done, like, I don't have time to waste with other people, like, I don't have time, something that people, something that very few people learn, oh, but they learn, is that when you're out of my life, you're out of my life, even if you're in front of my face, you're gone, you're not even there, and, uh, so anyways, they wanted to waste their time doing that, but they felt so accomplished by giving me all of these negative reviews, um, that was their way of waging a war. Again, I think these people really wanted me to fight with them. I think they wanted me to interact and engage with them, uh, for whatever purpose. And I'll tell you, it's because... Kevin thinks he's a master of manipulation, but he's really bad at it. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's really bad at it. And uh, he, he, you really got to know what you're doing if you're going to try and pull some of the crap that he tried to pull with me. I mean, I used to host my show, The Sea Report, on their channel. 
Okay, and Kevin went in there because we had shared account and he negatively reviewed every single one of my C reports that was on his channel. While we were still a team, while we were still working together, while we were still a unit. And when I confronted him about it, the first thing he said to me was, why did you change the password? And I said, are you trying to say that either A, I negatively reviewed myself, or are you trying to say that someone hacked into the account and did that because you're full of shit? Because at that point, he was already ragging on me, saying that it seemed like I wanted to leave, and it seemed like I didn't want to work with them. To which all I can say is, well, why did you negatively review my work if you really want me to stay? You see what I'm saying? Like, this is no master manipulator, but someone who attempts to manipulate the situation anyways. Um, Kevin lied to everyone about no I take it back he did not lie to everyone Kevin lied to Joel Joel was another host on the show and uh, Kevin told Joel that I was pissed off at him because Joel would make jokes about homosexuality and stuff like that because Kevin did not have the balls just to fire him. He had to use that as an excuse. Okay, and everyone knows that Joel would have gone because he already knew that his behavior was detrimental toward the success of the show. He was already on strike three, literally. So why Kevin had to do that, I don't know. Um, other situations where Kevin would do stuff like that. He actually did that with uh, one of the other hosts that used to work on the show. And I have a feeling he was getting ready to do that to me also. And I don't know that that feeling is true, but it kind of lines up with the pattern of how he would get rid of hosts, okay? The only problem that Kevin had at this point is that Phil was no longer there. He was MIA. He had fired Joel. Pablo was not reliable. And in fact, Pablo and Phil are both still not reliable, but yet they want to do this. You know, they want to be part of the Black Pill Normie crew, but yet they don't seem to show up and put up. Okay. Uh, they were unreliable. Kevin had no other hosts. So he had to keep me on, and then he he talked Joe, the second one, into being on the air, which Joe's a Leo, so that kind of thing is right up his alley. Leos love attention, okay? I don't mean to get uh, astrological on your asses or anything like that, but... Joe loves the attention. He acts like he's a humble man from the mountains, but he's not. I mean, he's humble to a point. But um, don't let that uh, don't let that uh, mountain drawl fool you, ladies and gentlemen. 
he's still got the uh, soul of a Leo to contend with, and uh, I can see right through that. So, just a moment. So anyways, y'all, as I was saying, at this point, Kevin had to keep me on. He had Joel on. Now, I had been working with the Black Pill Normies since August or September regularly. All right. Had some pretty fun moments with them as well. Um, but, uh, and, and, and the, the crew was all about what we were doing but like i said come january 20th come the inauguration of this illegitimate president within a week they wanted to quit i should say not that they wanted to quit live streaming not that they wanted to quit podcasting not that they wanted to quit as kevin said trying to hit it big he had he had a. Uh, and I'm pretty sure behind the scenes, amongst certain people, he still has the same train of thought. But he had these illusions. No, I shouldn't say illusion. He had these dreams of hitting it big and uh, making a lot of money off of the live stream. And uh, it seems that he might have been a patriot with a Y uh, because he was all for it when Trump was in office and there was an audience to be had. But the minute that illegitimate Joe Biden was inaugurated before a live TV audience on January 20th, 2021. He and the rest of the crew wanted to change formats. They didn't want to talk politics anymore. They were all blackpilled. And uh, I refused to do that. I told them, look, because they knew why I went in there. They knew I went in there as a writer who had something to say about America and the state of our country. They knew that I, like I thought they did, wanted to actually do something to save this country, wanted to actually do something to make a difference, wanted to do something to stand up for what was right and to speak our truths and to defy any of the censors and defy anything that wanted to lie or to hold back that truth. And I thought that's what they were about. Uh, but then they told me they wanted to start talking about UFOs and Sasquatch and, uh, and, and, and eagle feathers and all this other stuff that um, while I do find entertaining and I do find you know relevant in some instances that is not what I was there for and they knew that I told them look I joined this team to save America I joined this crew to talk about America and politics and current events I did not join this crew to be part of the ancient alien scene. That's not what I was here for. That's not why I'm here. Not even now. And um, so they were forced to stay on the political track. And uh, they had to. And again, I mean, maybe this is why Kevin had no luster to look at news. That's why me and Joe were carrying the show. If you were to go back and look at any of the shows 
from that time period, I guarantee just about every show Kevin would say, oh, well, there's not much going on nowadays. There's not much happening. And uh, we had plenty of things going on back in February, March, April, May. You know, we had plenty of things going on. You know, we had this entire fake, illegitimate regime that had just taken over the country. We had the borders that were bust wide open by this this illegitimate president. Uh, we had um, drug running and, and human trafficking numbers spiking out of the wazoo. You know, and, and that's just the tip of it, you know, but they wanted to stay in their conspiracy theories and, 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 and Phil was totally gone by this point due to personal circumstances and his own black pilledness. Okay. So Phil was gone. Phil was gone. In fact, Phil didn't get back into the crew probably until like, uh, I don't know, May or June. And even then, after that, he was still gone. He was still gone. And then, whenever he decided to uh, pop in, uh, I mean, all he has to do is uh, talk about his point of view and the things that he predicted and how right he is and, uh, you know, bend over so other people can lick his butt. And uh, that seems to be that all he cares about is that recognition. So, again, I think we're caught up at this point. I think we're pretty much caught up um, as far as that goes. But now, like I said, I'm going to address what was said in the chat. And, uh, well, I mean, if anyone is listening to this, I hope you're finding it at least somewhat mildly entertaining. Uh, This is just me getting this off my chest, so I can just totally put this behind. And like I said, I'm not going to say the name of their shows, or I'm not going to say their... I'm not going to say their avatar names because they'll probably use that as a platform to um, retaliate and try and draw attention to themselves. At this point, I just think that they're starving for attention. Now, I'll tell you why I think Phil attacked me, okay? Um, Because... Where Joe is concerned, and Joe is another host currently on this show. He's still currently hosting. Still looking butt. And uh, Joe... Okay, so on this platform that we use, all right? And again, I'm not saying the name of the platform because I don't want to draw any negative attention to it. And I'm pretty sure the content owners can appreciate that. Because then they're going to think it's all drama over there, and it's not. It's not all drama. It's just some people are very dramatic, okay? Uh, But when we're talking about this whole petty thing that they were into um, in regards of, uh, of giving negative ratings on episodes and shows and stuff like that, like, not only do they not have the balls to do it themselves, they, uh... They have to use anonymous profiles and stuff like that in order to accomplish it. Well, Mr. Joe, he uh, recently gave me a negative score. And since he did it himself with his own name and his own account. And and ladies and gentlemen, I have all of the receipts for all of this. I have all of the receipts for when Kevin 
um, negatively scored my show when I was still sharing their platform. I have all the receipts for all the fake names that these individuals made up. And I might add that the fake names that these individuals made up were variations of loyal audience and loyal listeners of my show, okay? They were literally attacking me with my own audience, guys. Like, literally. And so, recently, Joe had decided to leave a negative review on my show. And like I said, since he didn't use uh, a fake pseudonym, and since he didn't hide behind an anonymous profile, I addressed it. And I basically told him um, that he's probably the one that needed that negative rating more than I did. And I did I wasn't rude about it either. Now, if you guys are familiar with the platform, and it's really ridiculous because, uh, I mean, I talk about the platform all the time on the C-Report. Uh, if you're familiar with the platform, you know what the form that negative rating comes in. So I told him uh, he probably could use that form of negative rating more than I could at his age. And uh, I think that's the only reason why Phil attacked me. He has no other reason to have done it other than to try and protect his friend. Because after all, he probably likes the way Joe's tongue feels on his butthole. And, um, you know, I, I never have ever disrespected Phil in any way. I've never demeaned him. I've never looked down on him. I've never insulted him. I I always respected him. And I, I always, always, always heard his point of view. Um, I, I considered him to be one of the top players of the Black Pill Normies, even though he was inconsistent. And, you know, a lot of what he believed um, did not always align with the things that I believed. Um, so you know what? I mean, I guess, uh, uh, props to you, Phil, for taking care of one of your own, because clearly you guys belong together. Now, uh, let's finally get to what was being said in the chat. And again, I thank you all for hanging out with me. Or I should just say listening to this, but uh, some people like to hear the inside baseball. I am just uh, glad to finally get this out of myself and uh, off my chest and off of my shoulders ladies and gentlemen um and uh and and after that it's done okay it is done it is complete all right now okay so we'll start here first comment comes in from phil uh and just you all know there will be vulgar language uh for the next few moments Phil says, you faggot traitor, fake ass patriot, you know I'll beat the bricks off you, right? First of all, um, who talks like that, right? 
Nobody talks like that on the community. Nobody talks like that in the community. Uh, so this guy's got issues. He says, you lying, shilling, faggot, you're a commie. <clears throat> so it was at that point when he said shilling. I mean, only people who are initiated in such circles know that term, would use that term, would say that term. So right away, I identified this person um, as someone who was hiding behind an avatar hiding behind a screen name, someone who's probably part of the Patriot community who is either mad at me for some reason, jealous, wanting attention, or just otherwise, you know, a hater, for lack of a better word. Um, Phil then addressed one of my dear friends in the audience uh, very rudely, and I'll skip that. Um, I'll skip that comment. Next comment from this person says, uh, from Phil, the next comment Phil says is, I know Michael, you faggot commie. This doesn't involve you. Again, addressing one of my dear friends in the audience. Doesn't even know this person. Does not. So, and that's why I'm like, I didn't want to believe this was Phil at first, but I mean, all of that pent up rage does seem to make sense. Okay. It seems to make sense. He's a very angry person. Okay. Uh, that he would be so angry to attack people that have nothing to do with him. That's a part of me that did not believe this was Phil. Okay. Uh, because if he has a bone to pick with me, why is he going to try and involve someone that was not even rude to him? That didn't say anything rude. All they told him was, if you don't agree with this show, perhaps you should go to see another show. Instead of being negative and causing a ruckus inside of someone's show. When there's an audience of people who are there to genuinely listen or to hang out or to catch a vibe, you know? Um, but I, I guess this kind of does describe his personality. Um, Phil engaging with someone like who's actually not even a faggot commie. She's actually a very, very sweet woman who happens to be, um, who happens to have become a, um, a pretty good, pretty good friend. Um, and and also, Phil, you should respect your elders as well. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, Phil says, I wish someone would put you in a storage dump. Now, this is someone who, th who says that they're also positive. This is someone who, you know, uh, is, is prone to speak violently. But again, whatever did I do to you, Phil? for you to lash out at me like this or is it because i told joe that he needs a viagra is that what the problem is here phil then he says troll again addressing someone else in the chat room says i know this faggot personally i used to work with this lying fake triot that's when i knew it was phil because phil used the word fake create 
which is stupid. Patriot with a Y is actually uh, more clever than fake Triot. But uh, again, that's the extent of, I don't know, his vocabulary. So that's when I was like, okay, so this probably is Phil. Because Phil's the only one that uses that stupid word, that phrase, fake Triot. Uh, and probably probably made it up and, and you know, wants street cred for that. Because these people, all they want is recognition and street cred. That's all they care about. So this way people will be like, oh, well, I learned from Phil and uh, Phil's the one who red-pilled me or Phil's the one who turned me on to Trump or Phil's this person. Phil's the one who's responsible for changing my life so that this way, you know, they can become, I don't know, internet legends. Like, I don't get that, guys. I am not about that lifestyle. I am not about getting on the internet and forming a cult of personality uh, because then you have to work so hard to protect it. And again, I'm not about that. I see enough people out there that do that crap, and I am not about it. Most of them come off like assholes anyways. Okay, so at this point, I'm pretty sure I already know that this is Phil. And I've already called this person out as being someone who's part of the community that is uh, hiding behind... A uh, hiding behind a, a a moniker, hiding behind a random or anonymous uh, avatar. So then, Phil says, "See, know who I am." Um, he's trying to say that I know who he is. Then he says he won't name drop, though softer than or softer than diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, I won't name drop because I'm not trying to make a uh I don't like a legend out of you. I'm not trying to I don't want to engage you, Phil. That's why I'm still not using your screen name because you just want street cred for going after me like uh, an unreasonable, hate-filled individual. I'm sorry. That's uh that might be popular among, I don't know, rappers, uh but that doesn't fly in my town. Uh, and then, of course, he uses the he uses the phrase "softer than diarrhea." Again, this person doesn't know how to use proper grammar because everyone knows that uh, it's "than diarrhea" with an "a," not with an "e." To be softer than diarrhea means softer, and then later comes diarrhea. I think you're trying to say softer as diarrhea, which means that's T H. A N E, uh, sorry, T H A N, not E. And uh, talk about petty, right, folks? Well, hey, I get to have my little uh, petty comeback sometimes too, and nothing worse than being a grammar Nazi for someone like this individual. Anyways, next thing they ask is uh, how the negative point system's working out for me. Because uh, again, these people they they think it they think it, I don't know what they think. I guess I guess they I guess they feel like the negative ratings hurt me somehow. Um, I don't I don't get it. Like in a community like this, where people can see what's going on, people very 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 smart and discerning individuals in this community they can see what's going on not to mention that um 
some of the people who work behind the scenes for it, and I'm going to be as vague as possible, but some of the people who work behind the scenes for the platform can see everything, okay? And they know what's up. They know what's up. But somehow, Phil and the Black Pill Normies seem to think that uh, they're totally incognito. It's, uh, it's interesting. Anyways, uh, at this point, uh, Phil says, shilling for shekels like a good little commie. Again, this black-pilled individual. I knew it was Phil because Phil always used to say shilling for shekels. Um, which, again, makes absolutely no sense because when I broke away from the black pill normies, there were no shekels to have. <laughs> okay? There was none of that. Um... I really love the uh, responses that some of the uh, audience was giving. Uh, they're great. They're great. Uh, Phil calls me a red coat bum. Um, how Dick was sucked to get Kazarian money. Uh, I'm guessing he meant... I don't know. Maybe he traded, like, weed for cocaine because this was so manic. Um, and I think he was trying to just like, I don't know, uh, he was trying to be, uh, he was trying to be, um, <laughs> he was trying to be like a, I don't know, uh, a barracuda in a shark tank or something like he, this boy don't know. Is <laughs> he, he's like how, uh, he probably meant whose dick was sucked to get Kazarian money again. We know this is Phil because he's talking about Kazarian money. Um, like that means something to him. Anyways, uh, let's see here. What else do we got going on? Are we done yet? Was that it? Did we kick him out by now? Oh, no. Oh, no. Then he goes on to attack all of the people who are watching my show and who are in the chat room. And he says, your chats are all indoctrinated commies that don't know they are commies. Like, Phil, no one's going to go watch your show that you don't even come out on, the Black Pill Normies, if you're going to be bashing the people who support this platform. It makes no sense. That's why I'm like, what was this guy on? Like, uh, let's see here. More Black Pill Normies. At this point he admits who he is because I'm just like, should I block him? Should I just let him continue on? I was like, I have no problem letting them continue on. I mean, I just let them kind of talk themselves into circles. He thinks he's winning the battle at this point. I am not going to say a name or call them out because again, I don't want to give them the attention. Um, I'll be smart with them. I'll be snide with them. You know, I'll be a little sarcastic. Uh, I won't get angry. I won't fight back. I won't start name calling. I won't start uh, being a little petty drama bitch, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure that's what this person wanted. But again, I didn't even know that this was Phil at all. So, I mean, why would I, why would I react? Uh, sorry, baby, we don't react here, okay? Um, we engage sometimes, but we don't react. 
so th at this point, Phil is like, yes, it's me, the one and only Phil, bitch. Like, really? Like, what kind of fucking 1990s movie does this loser live in? Like, seriously, okay? So... <laughs> Uh, and then, and then he says, tell them what you did, bro. It's Phil. Tell them what you did. Go ahead and tell them what you did. I'm like, what did I do, Phil? Uh, stand up for myself. Uh, disengage with a bunch of people that never believed in me anyways and just wanted to take credit for all the work that I was doing. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Phil. Uh, so then he's like, it's Phil. Stop, stop beating around the bush. Okay. Then he's like, I'm solo. This is just me. You're such a bitch. It's Phil, you bitch. Okay. I mean, at this point, Phil sounds like my ex. Uh, <laughs> he does. Uh, but my, my ex would not even uh, be this dramatic. I'm sorry. Uh, which means he's worse than a gay bitch that takes it up the butt regularly because that's what they like, all right? I'm sorry I didn't mean to be so graphic with you, my audience, but uh, Phil is worse than literally. My ex wore makeup, was a total bottom, and loved, 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 loved his position. And at this point, Phil sounds worse than he did. And so I'm just quite amused at that point. Um, then apparently Phil says the reason why he didn't use his, uh, regular avatar is because, uh, it's banned. <laughs> uh, I don't remember banning his avatar. I, I know I banned the black pill normies, uh, because again, they can't, they don't, they don't, they're not man enough to address me offline. They have to make it public. They have to go in and share their shit with everybody. Like, uh, what kind of what kind of genuine person actually will do something like this if they're being honest about their intentions? You know, what kind of Phil has never once reached out to me since I left the crew. When I left the crew, Phil never said anything to me. He, this is the first time he has engaged me since I left and stopped working with the Black Pill Normies. The first time. And this is what he does. It tells you what kind of person he is. And that's someone that just, I don't know, not the kind of human being that I want to be associated with. Um, let's see. Uh, he says, no, Spin, you abandoned everyone who was there for you, bitch. Okay, now this is, this is... This is the point that I really wanted to get to. He says, no spin. You abandoned everyone who was for you, bitch. Okay, really, bitch. Really, bitch. You were there for me, bitch. Really. Uh, I don't think so. None of you guys ever liked me. None of y'all liked me. And uh, I mean, we were a good team when we worked together, Phil. Uh, but, um, when was it? After I left the show, The Black Pill Normies, uh, you and Pablo and Joe all got on screen. And again, I have the receipts for this. I've seen, I've seen this episode of y'all's show. Okay. And 
all three of you guys just laid into me and told and said and said exactly how you feel and said exactly how you always felt. You all you all called me names, you, Joe and Pablo. Okay, you all said what you had to say. You all spoke your piece. And that's fine. I don't care. Okay, like what you think about me is not my business. Your thoughts are not hurting me. And your thoughts are not affecting me, okay? You're not affecting my work. You're not affecting my focus. Clearly, you're not. I mean, look, I'm already uh, approaching episode 200 of the Sea Report. I'm doing three separate shows. And I'm still working on my side projects, my other endeavors. I have a new book of uh, poetry coming out probably next month. You know, for those of you who are still interested in my writing, yes, I have a new book of poetry coming out. It's ready to go, guys. I mean, it's it's put together. Uh, the cover, the artwork, the the layout, the typesetting, it's 100% ready to go. I'm just mulling over a release date. You, every, All your thoughts, all of your energy, all of your power, all of your will, all of your might has no effect on my life whatsoever. Do you understand, bitch? <laughs> and you're saying I abandoned. I abandoned everyone. You weren't even around, Phil. You were not even around when what was going down was going down. I had I had Kevin who was bringing nothing to the table except for the fact that he started the entire production. Uh, at the end of it, before I left, I was running every single show, and I was still doing my daily show, and I was still bringing news to the table, and I still had him saying, oh, well, there's nothing going on, oh, well, uh, not much has happened in the news, and uh, like I said, Joe would deny this now, but uh, Joe, you, Joe and I used to look at each other and kind of, huh, and... Uh, there were times when I even said, maybe you could bring something to the table, Kevin, and Joe would laugh because he understood. Now, Joe being the good butt licker that he is, is not going to say that. Uh, Joe showed his true colors about me, okay? Joe revealed exactly what he always thought about me on the air more than once, more than once. And uh, yeah, two-faced. He's two-faced. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. So then uh, Phil, who isn't uh, successfully no longer getting my attention, uh, starts saying, you get paid by big tech, you bitch. Okay. Uh, as you can see, I'm pretty uh, well off here. I'm, I'm definitely raking in six Gs, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just loser talk. Um, let's see. Uh, fuck the ratings. He says, tell them what you did. Again... I don't know what I did other than uh, stick up for myself and leave a uh, sinking ship that didn't appreciate me, that was giving me negative ratings while I was still part of their crew, that was lying to me about uh, different situations that had to do with the platform. And that's something else I haven't even brought up yet. I am not the only person on that platform that has experienced what I experienced. And Kevin lied to me constantly about who he knew on the platform and about uh, 
what people were saying, you know, talking smack about others um, and, and then not even having the respect to be upfront with me about what he was talking about had no respect. Uh, I, I personally believe he was trying to manipulate a situation to where he could get me out and it would look like my fault because that's what he did. And he always used to say, you know, I'm the production guy. So, you know, like, uh, if, uh, if, if we need to cut a color off or if we need to cut a guest off or whatever, I'll do this or I'll do that and just go with it. Okay. Total producer here. Not only that, but he would also, he would also like set up fake scenarios to like, um, to, to, to drive a reaction or an emotion out of his own co-hosts. Like out of his own co-hosts, he would he would set up callers, he would set up chat, he would set up people in the chat rooms that would like would uh, that would you know go in on a co-host or would talk bad about a co-host or whatever, just to drive an emotion, just to get the ratings up, okay? And yet Kevin is the one who's saying that I left to be famous. Hello, you don't get famous off of Saving America, bro. Like. In case you didn't notice, that's not what happens to people who try and save this country. They don't get famous, okay? So what what patriot with a Y kind of uh, world Kevin and Phil and Joe and Pablo are living in, I don't know. But that's not the world that I was a part of when I signed up for the crew. But it's the world I walked away when I decided not to be with them anymore. So they need to get over it, in my opinion. Anyways, uh, Phil goes on for a little bit more in this uh, manner, right? And uh, eventually I block him because he was distracting the rest of the audience. Uh, they didn't want him in there anymore. So uh, I, had to, I had to let him go. I had to let him go. Phil, I hope that uh, the rest of your life is good. And I hope, I hope your children and you have the best of life, okay? I hope you end up happy, sir. Um, it's whatever to me at this point. Like, I just, you know, go and decompress, be happy. Go build your farm. Go, go, go make your commune of, of uh, you know, people go prep like you you want to you know like do that i know you're doing it you know go do all that you know go do all that but i have nothing to say to you you've never contacted me like a man and i, I don't like to use phrases like that but uh since you want to call me like you do you've never you've never once never once contacted me outside of the platforms you've never once contacted me since i left the crew and uh then you want to go and do something like that you want to go disrespect another show you want to go and uh uh cause a scene and make a fool of yourself in front of other people go ahead boy i don't know uh what you're going to accomplish like that you uh you would accomplish more with me if you actually spoke with me and, uh, you know, you did it in, uh, at the right place and at the right time, dude. Um, and that's all I got to say about that, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, 
I don't think about the black pill normies. I don't go to their chats. I don't watch their shows. They are nothing in my life anymore. Uh, but let it be known and understood. I did not abandon them. Okay. I left them because of the way I was being treated and handled. And I might add too, like I said, they wanted to change course whenever illegitimate Joe Biden was inaugurated. I said, no, I'm here to talk about America and to save this damn country. And that's why I signed up for this. And I thought you guys were the ones to do it. Um, it, it was all with Kevin. And again, Kevin, whose former boss is General Jim Jones. And we all know who General Jim Jones is and what he did and what he and his son do and the internet interactive activity operations that they run. This is this man's boss, his former boss, right? And I don't even know if it's his former boss. When I first met him, I could never get a hold of him before, I don't know, 5 or 6 p.m. So I don't know what he was doing during that time. He said he was off working in the yard or something like that, like something along those lines. So... For all I know, he's still working with Jim Jones and he's still he's he's a major part of Internet Interactive Activity. That's a phrase that a lot of people in the uh, community kind of shy away from because it's true. People who are patriots with a Y do exist. Okay, I don't know that if that was them, but um, I don't know. That's who his uh, former boss was, apparently. And uh, he thought he was a master manipulator. He's just a weak manipulator, basically. And again, the final straw after all the lies and disrespect, because uh, he did disrespect me to my face, and I've never done that to him. I've never spoken to him in any manner in that regard. Uh, but the final straw was when he told Joe that he's the one that created the C report. And when he said that, his days were numbered because I'm the one who put the entire show together and I'm the one who broadcasted it before it was ever even on the Black Pill Normie show. And again, I have the receipts to prove that, ladies and gentlemen. I even have the text messages from like October, November, when I told him that I wanted to do a daily show. And in February, I started it after they wanted to abandon the country, after they abandoned or wanted to abandon America. Now, that sounds dramatic, but that's why I started my own show because they had lost their luster and I tried to build them up. You know, when the black pill normies hit the new platform, um, you know, I would tell them, Hey man, like we have a good show. I would build them up and I would say, look, it's, it's, it's better than, than a lot of other shows that are out there. So, you know, buck up bucker, we're going to make it. And I wasn't, I wasn't demeaning the other shows. You know, I wasn't saying that they're crap. I was just trying to encourage them and say, look, 
the production's there, uh, you know, the content is there, and we as hosts are pretty good as hosts. Like, we've got a pretty good show, and uh, it's better than most shows. Again, not disparaging other shows, but just saying that, hey guys, we should stick with this, we should keep going, we should keep moving forward. And that's basically the context of anything that I said in that regard. And, uh, well, they and people can take things as they may. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say on this subject. And I know to people who are tuning into this for the first time, um, or even for the first few times, uh, might wonder what the heck brought this on, and if, if perhaps by even entertaining this, I am being, uh exactly the opposite of um, what I'm intending. But no, ladies and gentlemen, uh, everything has its time and place. And uh, this story, which I have not shared, but other people know about it. Other people know about the way these guys are. Other people know how the Black Pill Normies are. I'm not the only one, okay? Um, eh, the time was to share it now. While I'm, you know, working... And uh, I have some time to think and just kind of get it off the chest. And actually, I feel a lot better. I, I just, I, I never felt bad about this situation because I know I've always had truth on my side. But uh, having shared that and knowing that when I'm done with this, I'm going to hit the publish button and put it out there. I feel like I feel like I can finally truly walk away from the situation and that that would be that and um you know Phil Kevin you have my phone number Joe Pablo don't even bother because um you two probably disrespected me the most out of the entire crew and I have absolutely nothing to say to you. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and bid you all adieu. Um, for the experience with Michael Aaron Cossidis, well, this was just one of those episodes. For the Sea Report, you'll never hear something like this because the Sea Report is not the place or the time to hang out dirty laundry like this and like I said this is almost a year ago that this started and I've never said anything publicly about it until now and I think I've worked within specific parameters in order to share this information and not to be jarring or to be accusatory or to even be rude I'm just telling you a story about the way things have been in my life on this topic. Take it as you will, my friends, or don't take it. Either way, thank you for listening, and uh, thank you for being a part of my experience. Not separate from my experience, but for being a part of it. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Till then, take care.